Okay, my friends, this is why scripture on audio is so cool. This is a addendum to today's The Ride. I just got done listening to some more Proverbs read to me by Max McLean. And I was listening to Proverbs 5. Young men, you got to get that that chapter in you. And here's the thing. Just wanted to add a little two cents today since I'm here and I'm still on the road. Listen up. I caught something in there that I really hadn't considered before. Obviously, Proverbs is talking a lot about wisdom. And Proverbs 5 is talking about being lured by the adulteress. And so... Through there, it's talking about wisdom and how we need to gain wisdom as well. Or if that wasn't on 5, it was in Proverbs 4. But the point is, is that the wisdom and applying wisdom is a good thing. It is honor. It, it bestows honor on you. It is something to seek even more than riches. And allowing yourself to be corrected and disciplined is part of wisdom. It helps you gain wisdom. And in Proverbs 5, the Lord, or Solomon, is saying, I guess you'd say the Lord through Solomon is saying that when you are pulled down by the adulteress and that could be anything that could be just looking at the wrong things or being engaged in that activity being with someone who you are not committed to who you have not gotten in covenant with if you do that you're forsaking discipline you're forsaking God's um encouragement to to follow his way and it talks about at the end of life you're going to be groaning and you will be saying oh how I hated discipline oh how I hated reproof or rebuke but earlier in Proverbs it says but those are the things that cause you to have wisdom so What that's telling me is that as you are going down deeper and deeper into the trap of the adulteress, and that can be anything that can be sexual, that can be just something that catches your eye that you want. I mean, it could be chasing after money. It could be chasing after a position in a career. It could be chasing after those things that are not necessarily according to God's purposes for you. But when you're doing that, it causes you to start hardening your heart against discipline. So here's my thing to challenge us all. If you sense that even me talking to you today causes you to kind of put up a wall like, yeah, I don't know if I want to listen to this guy because, you know, that's just a little bit too much him telling me what's what. I want you to be 
I want you to open your mind and be wise about this and think about what that scripture just said. If you're starting to go down that path and you are starting to not want to hear what I'm telling you, then you are already headed toward that deathbed situation where you will say, oh, I hated discipline, oh, I hated reproof. Now God has given you everything to recognize that. He's given you me today to tell you this. And he's given you everything that you can, you can, he's given you all wisdom so that you can recognize it and turn. Every single one of us needs to be able to be uh, pliable enough to turn. And you know, without a doubt, I'm going to come back and listen to this podcast and get something more out of it than what I'm, than what I know right now. In other words, this thing is for me too, guys and gals. So, just a challenge today. No, actually, I'm not going to say the word just, because I don't like that word just. You know, Lord, we just want to pray to you today. No just. This is a challenge to you today. And if you accept it, it will be well with you. This is not my challenge. This is God's challenge to all of us. This is a challenge. Do you accept it? Show me that you mean business. All right. I could go on and on and on today. I think I will. In fact, let's pray for a second. Lord God, I've got 10 more minutes here on this commute and I thank you for this beautiful land we live in and for all the beautiful people that are listening right now I pray that you would touch their lives in ways that blow blow their natural mind into a spiritual realm that they've never felt before I pray Lord that we all recognize your beauty the beauty that you've shown us in nature, the beauty in music, but also the beauty of yourself as you spend time with us in the deep places. Lord, I pray that the beauty of God be present and be glorified in the lives of your believers and also be recognized by those who don't yet believe but will. I thank you, Lord, for rules. I thank you, Lord, that there's a rule right here where I have to stop before I turn onto a busy street. That rule is in place to protect me and to protect the people that are on this street. So in very much the same way, Lord, I pray that we would embrace your discipline, your rules, so that it will be well with us and our families. I thank you, God. Amen. All right. 
So I forgot to ask him to give me some wisdom right now, but I'm sure that he's going to speak something to us. Okay, and I hope that, you know, this this podcast is doing what it's supposed to do. I mean, I just started it this week, and to be honest with you, at this point, I don't think anyone's heard it yet because I haven't got it in the right formats yet to really be uh, enjoyed by the masses. But I'm going to keep doing this, even if it is a diary, an audio diary just for me. I think this is important. For me, this is more fun than writing things down in a journal. I don't know, keeps... I don't know, for some reason I think I'm supposed to be doing it this way. Because I'm probably more of a tech head. But I do like writing too, and I'm wanting to get more into that as well. So Lord, just give me a word today that would speak to me and the listeners. So I'm just passing a cemetery you ever think about cemeteries? There's also a cemetery right behind where I work. And every once in a while, I'll be getting in or out of my car, and I'll look over there, and there'll be a a tent over an area which is telling me that they're, you know, they're about to have a, a service and lay somebody to rest. Ever think about cemeteries? I don't know if it's just, you know, being older that causes me to think about it maybe a little bit more than I did when I was younger. But I I really do get a feeling about the uh, the temporary nature of life, mortal life on this planet. And it really reminds me that, you know, if you're living for the paycheck or if you're living for that next promotion, then that's the main thing you're seeking. You're seeking the wrong thing. I think I can feel pretty safe in saying that. What do you suppose you should be living for? What's important? When you think about what happens at a funeral, nobody's really caring that you invented the iPhone or something. I mean, sure, I'm sure they probably said that at Steve Jobs' funeral. You know, thank you, Steve, for being wise enough to come up with these ideas and how it blessed the world. But it's almost trite to talk about that at a funeral. You want to celebrate the man, not what the man created. So if that's the case, what are you creating that's beyond just things. 
And what I mean by that is what kind of relationships are you creating? What kind of friendships? Not acquaintances, but friendships. What are you fostering? I challenge us all. I tend to not be one who wants to go out and befriend a lot of people. I kind of kind of am closed in, you know, family and just a few friends. And I maybe maybe the best way to put it is who are you befriending? Who are you being friendly to? Who are you allowing to speak where you can hear them and and offer some wisdom from God to them? Are you open to that? Or do you kind of put up a wall when somebody needs help and, and and they're seeking you out for that help? Don't put that wall up. There will be a day, I think, I hope, that when you are remembered, there will be a, a, a large contingent of people who have good memories of you and, and how what you did for, for them and with them affected their lives greatly. That's what it means to be a Christian, is to reach out and offer the hope of Christ to people. The hope of the gospel. Seek people out. When I was single, I would go to Myers, which is a grocery chain, pretty large one in Michigan. And and this is when I, I just felt like I don't remember God ever saying, you must go to Myers and hang out there. But I just had this overwhelming kind of draw that whenever I would need to go there, that I should be anticipating a connection with someone. Who knows? And so my heart was already ready to befriend or be friendly to someone. And, you know, I had a few times where I could talk to somebody, you know, it was not much deeper than surface stuff, but sometimes it maybe was. And I think sometimes people are looking for that, not to be preached at, but just to be real with, especially when they're at a, a need a needful point in their life. They're needing something. So I guess when I was doing that, I felt like I was prepared to offer something and open to it. So let's be open to that. God has opportunities out there. If you want to be used of God and you don't know how to do it, just remember what God has taken you from, you know, where he's taken you and brought you to. That alone can help somebody out who's never met the Lord, who's never experienced a father that could love them in that way. So be ready for that. 
I think that's what I needed to say today. So I will catch you on the flip.